0: So welcome to Thrive, the Agency Scalar podcast. I have Lori Maycumber with me today. Um, Lori is honestly like um, a beast when it comes to search. She's been in search for the last 15 years. Uh, She's the founder of Blue Skies Marketing. And um, the specialization for Blue Skies is really keyword research. That's what it all comes down to. Um, I've actually known Lori for probably almost, what, 15 years now?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um,
0: so we go way back, and I'm really excited to have you join me today, and we're going to talk about visibility and voice search. So welcome.
1: Thank you. Yay. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so you were telling me the other day after I had written a blog post about voice search and Uh, That was something that came into your inbox and you reached out and we had this great conversation. You told me a little bit about some of the um, Amazon seller groups that you've been going to uh, in Colorado where you are now. And I'm just curious, like, can we talk a little bit about the concerns that some of the online sellers are having when it comes to voice search and how that's changing the game for them?
1: Yeah, they've been spending a lot of time optimizing their listings and their landing pages on Amazon in the hopes that they will be off their product will be offered on Amazon results. And when it goes to Alexa completely or a lot, mm-hmm. then they'll only get one answer in The searcher on Alexa will only get one answer based on their prior purchase history, um, primarily, but a lot of other factors, too. Alexa will say, oh, you want toothpaste? You always get Tom's toothpaste, so forget about the sellers being even offered up. It'll be so geared to the searcher that they won't have a chance.
0: So does that also mean that um, the people who are selling on Amazon right now and are not the best-selling products um, and product providers, does that mean that they're sort of looking at this as game-changing uh, from the perspective that they really are going to start to abandon Amazon and we'll see less and less shop um, uh, sellers on there?
1: Yeah, well, they were already pretty burned out by Amazon and all their stipulations and requirements, so this is like taking them over the edge. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Got it, and rightfully so. Rightfully right. so. Yeah.
1: yeah. In fact, there's some discussion that Amazon will not have private sellers. It'll be Amazon and the world, middleman cut out based on big data. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, that's not super surprising, but yeah, that's sort of uh, where we could all see it feasibly going. Um, so when it comes to voice search and you know visibility and keyword research and all these things that have such a crossover, Um, let's talk a little bit about the difference between in-home voice search and voice search on a mobile phone when we're out and about, um, what the two different applications are and, you know, from a uh, keyword research perspective and keyword search perspective, what, what those two have in terms of applications.
1: So in-home will be like, you know, Alexa, turn on my lights, or Google, you know, let the dog out, whatever it is. It'll be function of what's happening in the home. But mobile search is where voice search really has an important aspect for commerce. It's not the practicality of in-home search that we're going to talk about as SEOers. It's really... The practicality of out-of-home search on your mobile phone, mm-hmm. and right now some statistics says 20% of all searches, all mobile searches, are via voice, and that's only going to increase. It's going to be typers versus talkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the typers are um, adept. You know, all the young people are really adept at uh, typing, but older people that's a problem so they welcome voice search and um, people that really just maybe they're not as educated not as easily able to type those are going to be the first level but then there's going to be everybody it's just so much easier to search by voice and it makes me think about when uh, google came out with google phone this was about 10 years ago and i was using google phone all the time And I realized they abandoned it because they got what they wanted out of it, which was to have the understanding of intonations and the way people talk. And it was a directory that later allowed them to do voice search. So everything could be happening on your smartphone, on your iPads, whatever it is that you're out in the marketplace and you do a query by voice. Right,
0: right. And there are all these digital agencies. We talked about this last time we oh, were right. on the phone. There are all all these. I shouldn't say all these. There are select few digital agencies out there that um, are sort of the naysayers and say, you know what, this is not well adopted yet. Um, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to touch your your keywords. Um, the queries aren't looking any different than they did, right. you know, a while ago. Um, I think you and I, I don't want to speak for you, but you and I might have a little bit of a different, um, stance, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's, one for of those, sure. yeah, it's one of those things that, you know, voice, voice search can change the game for all creative agencies, especially digital agencies, um, like yours that are focusing on SEO, SEO is not dead. People still search Mm-mm. for things online, right? you know, um, but. What are the what are the digital agencies going to have to do in terms of right. starting to change their long term keyword research to adapt uh, f- to better the results for their clients as this takes hold?
1: Amen. Yeah. So first of all, I think the people who are saying it's not there, don't worry about it, and they're sticking their head in the <laughs> sand, and it just reminds me when I was at a film company, a camera film company of some renown, and they were all saying. Film will never die. Cameras will always be in use. You know, fast forward. And I don't think I've seen a film canister anywhere. Uh, It's the same kind of thing. I think this is the next, really next big thing. And what agencies can do in terms of their keyword research is find out Like always, what people are searching for in the competition doesn't provide. And then provide a plethora of that information. So even more than ever, it's information driven. And they can silo their keywords by pages in the website and answer implicit Questions that they find in the keyword research. So, some of the things that are going to be more and more and more, of course, is like near me, the movie theater near me. But you really don't optimize for near me, but you just have the idea that that's how people are doing it. So, then the next thing could be near a landmark. Find me X near a landmark. So a local business could be thinking about where their location is near. Is it near Old Town Square? Is it near the railroad station? And you certainly can optimize for that. Mm -hmm. And then in terms of what they're searching for in general, the longer the keyword tail The longer the expression, like always, the better um, the searcher is oriented towards buying from you. They're further down the buying path. And yeah, and you have signaled from them their point of pain or desire. So keyword research has always been useful, but now you can silo pages against those long tail keywords and things related to location and also frequently asked questions. Think of all the questions that people bring to your business and optimize your website. Don't just have an FAQ section. If you find a lot of searches on a particular question, devote a page to it. Mm
0: -hmm. A lot of the things that you're talking about aside from the FAQs though, they're more geared toward local SEO. So if, um, you know, being that our audience here uh, are predominantly creative agencies, Is there a B2B component to this that, you know, could be adopted um, for voice search? Mm
1: -hmm. Can you give me an example just to get that conversation going? So there's an
0: experiential agency owner that's watching this, and, you know, there are um, other partners or there are brands out there that are searching for the types of services that that experiential agency provides, whether it's entertainment, event marketing, event production, what have you. Um, could they start to dedicate some of these landing pages to those search terms that we're talking about that would be more specific to um, to being spoken versus being typed?
1: In? Right, right. So it might be if they're doing events, it might be a Labor Day events or Memorial Day events. And they might not have thought of themselves as a purely holiday event oriented company, but they could, Realize that people are going to be voice searching on something that's going to happen next weekend Mm -hmm. or something that's going to happen on a particular holiday or a commemoration. They might have thought of themselves as just like a festival company and it's a festival in the summertime, but maybe it's a eco-oriented sustainability festival and they need to use a lot of keywords In their voice search orientation Mm -hmm. that is about actually what's going to be happening at that festival because that's how people are going to be searching like Mm -hmm. what do I do next weekend what do I do next weekend that's green what do I do next weekend that has musical acts that are green oriented
0: right right Um, so Again, being that agencies are, are really the ones who are going to be working with the end clients and probably implementing a lot of this, um, what would be sort of the advice that you would leave them with when it comes to not sticking their head in the sand and really right. you know, embracing this?
1: Think about how people talk and do keyword research and listen, like get big ears right now and see how people are voicing their searches right in front of them, whether it's at home or in the marketplace. They might be saying dry cleaners near me. And once you have those ears, you'll see it, you'll hear it everywhere, not see it, you'll hear it everywhere, how people naturally talk and then write your text. To how they talk,
0: based on that, and then in, you know that includes the page titles, um, bringing right? Into All the, the things the that semantics. you would normally
1: do, and more and more image optimization too. Mm-hmm.
0: What about um, video? Do you think that that's going to be part of this? Like you know, um, in terms of optimizing uh, YouTube videos, um, maybe embedding those onto those landing pages and kind of pulling double duty. Do you see that as you know when people are looking oh, for sure. something? Um, through voice search, do you think that the intention is for them? Again, this is kind of a blanket question because we don't know what they're searching for. But do you think that um, video uh, could also be parlayed, you know, with this so that the search result itself is a video if that's what they're looking for? I could just imagine, you know, someone on the side of the road. Uh, how to change a tire, right? right so they want, right. they want uh, you know, a video obviously to show them not, they're not going to walk through a, a three page instruction thing. Um, so I'm right. just thinking about it from that perspective. It's not just for landing pages themselves or just specific to the images, but it could also be optimizing your videos.
1: For sure. And even your live videos. Think about that. So many Somebody... If Facebook wants to beat out Google to be the ultimate search engine based on your friend's recommendations and based on uh, being an incredible search engine on its own, every time you do a live Facebook video, think about your keywords because ultimately that could be indexed in Facebook. Very
0: true. And
1: so then when somebody's searching for creative agency Boston, Massachusetts, and you've said creative agency Boston, Massachusetts, then you're likely to be shown on Facebook.
0: Yeah, it's really, really interesting. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, continuing this conversation with you offline. Uh, Maybe we'll do a check-in in in, in, uh, six months. Yeah,
1: in a matter of weeks or months, it's going to change rapidly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, Lori, I want to thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed our conversation, as I always do. And uh, we'll
1: talk soon.